is a winding road No telling where it goes Driving through days and nights Won't stop for traffic lights Hello everybody, this is Minister Mercy of Mercy TV and Spiritual Conversation with Minister Mercy. Welcome once again back to the channel. Um, today I'm going to do the next video about um, Genesis chapter 1. You know, I've been doing um, a, a series of videos on the teachings of Moses on Genesis chapter 1. And the teachings I've been doing is what the Lord has been, you know, impressing in my heart as the interpretation of what Moses actually wrote in Genesis uh, chapter 1 can also be seen in a, a different angle as well. So more or less, Genesis chapter 1 is, is like a parable. It's like a parable of um, our spiritual awakening when we become born again um, Christians. And it can also be an account of the creation. Okay, so you can look at it both ways. So the way the Lord has been showing me to look at it is uh, um, in, the, in the sense of our spiritual awakening. Man was in darkness and the spirit of, of God said, let there be light in the darkness of man's mind. So that's the angle I'm taking it at. So today we are going to have a look at day three. You know, I've done day one and day two in the, in the two previous videos. So if you have not watched that, it would be a good idea if you go and watch video one and video two. So you'll be able to follow the subsequent videos because after day three, I'm going to do day four and then day five and day six, okay? I'm just sharing what, as I read the account of creation, other interpretation the Lord is also revealing to me. So it's really interesting. So today we're going to have a look at day three day three and day three is um the account um, moses gave in uh, in verse 11 and verse 13 so if we turn to our scriptures in genesis chapter 1 verse 11 to verse 13 and i'll read it says then god said let the earth bring forth grass the herb that yields seed and the fruit trees that yields fruit according to its kind whose seed is in itself on the earth and it was so and the earth brought forth grass, the herbs that yield seeds according to its kind, and the trees that yield fruit, whose seed is in itself according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. So the evening and the morning were the third day, were the third day. So as I said, in the two previous videos, I explained how Moses' um, description of creation can also be an account of our spiritual awakening, our awakening uh, to become aware of the existence of God, of the existence of God. So Moses used natural things to describe how God was sorting out the natural man into a spiritual man. Because the spirit of God, God is a spirit. So we need to relate to him in the spirit. We cannot relate to God in our natural, physical senses. So in the verses above, earth is the natural man. Seed is the spiritual seeds embedded in man's heart at creation before man fell into darkness. Okay, those are the seeds. Now let's look at the account of the third day of man's spiritual 
awakening. When man's mind has been enlightened, his intellect and brain acquires the right spiritual knowledge. It acquires the right spiritual knowledge. This knowledge feeds his spirit, which we have identified as the soil where the warmth of love grows. Love for God and love for his fellow man. So God's love is in our heart. It has been embedded in our heart even before sin came into our life. Because when God created us, he created us out of his love. And because we are created in the image of God, therefore we are beings of love. We have love embedded in our own heart. But the reason we do not display that love is because our spirit has been trapped into this physical body. You know, and because of sin, sin has darkened our heart and thereby, you know, more or less uh, the love seed in our heart is not growing, is not growing. So it is in darkness. So as the spirit feeds from the knowledge God is pouring into man's intellect, into, into your brain, into your intelligence, it grows in strength and spiritual ability. So more or less, when God said, let there be light, he's saying his light means knowledge, God's knowledge. Let God's knowledge enter your heart, enter your mind. You know, we need to, first of all, understand something first with our mind before it can then be grafted into our heart. So when we're reading something, we need to analyze it in our mind with our intelligence and with our reasoning faculties before we can really grasp what that thing is saying to us. And once you have understood what that thing is, that is when that knowledge is then sipped into your heart. Okay. So this is what is happening. As the spirit of God is feeding us with his knowledge, God is pouring into man's heart, you know, the knowledge that his mind has now acquired. So, God's uh, man's spirit and his soul now grows in spiritual ability. It acquires the capacity to act on God's word. In this state, man is now baptized with the Holy Spirit. So when you start hearing the word of God, remember the word of God brings light into our darkened mind. And when that mind is now enlightened with the things of God and you have understood it, you have understood the wisdom of God and that knowledge is now deep in your heart. This is when you are convicted of your sins. And when you're convicted of your sins, this is when you then give your life to Jesus. You invite Jesus to come into your heart. And when the spirit of Jesus now comes into your heart, that is uh, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Okay. Verse 11 it says, okay, so yes, you have the baptism of the Holy Spirit when the Spirit of God comes into your heart. So as the Spirit of God speaks to man about the love of God, man's own love for God also grows in his spirit. Okay, so that love uh, was embedded in your heart before you fell, before we fell into sin, has now is now being awakened, is now being stirred by the Spirit of God that have now you know, come into your own life, into your own heart. Okay, so that love is now being stirred by the Spirit of God. You now realize how much God loves you as his child, okay? And then what he requires of you to also love others like he loves them. So verse 11, then God said, let the earth sprout vegetation, plants yielding seed and fruit 
trees on the earth bearing fruit after their own kind with seed in them and it was so with such commandment from god in man's spirit man gains a firm will a firm will strength and confidence and acts on god's commandment and acts on god's commandment okay so what that statement is saying is when god continued to pour his light into man's mind and into our heart into our heart the seed the love seed that have been implanted in our heart previously will now start gaining strength it will now start gaining strength more or less your faith is growing okay and when you have uh, when your faith is growing you also develop a firm will and that firm will is your your um how would i put it your determination to obey god your determination to do what is right to obey the scriptures okay and as you uh, continue to develop a firm will to follow the ways of god and to do the things of god you gain strength and you gain confidence and then you start acting on god's commandment you start doing what the scriptures is telling you to do okay so with the right spiritual knowledge in man's spirit this knowledge can be compared to a cloud filled with rain moving over the sea and over the dry land when the cloud releases its rain the earth will begin to turn green bringing out all kinds of grass and herbs and seed and all kinds of fruit trees and bushes and seeds yielding fruit so what that statement is um what i understand that statement to be is when you have gained this spiritual knowledge the knowledge of god is like when um like a cloud that is filled with rain and when that cloud passes over a dry land there is seed in that land but because it hasn't got the moisture it hasn't got the water to help it to grow because seeds cannot grow in a dry and arid spare land it will not grow it will just lie dormant there okay it will just lie dormant so this is what this um, um statement is, is um, alluding to is saying when we have that knowledge that our spiritual knowledge is like the cloud that is filled with rain water okay so when that knowledge we have acquired through our studying the scriptures through our listening to sermons when it, it, it now enters into our heart it then it begins to you know it begins to stir up the seed of god's love that has been buried in our heart that sin has covered and hardened okay so our heart when we're sinning is like a a, a hardened arid um desert that grows nothing that grows nothing and then when the rain then falls on that arid desert it starts coming to life it starts growing bringing seeds up seeds that has been buried inside there but because the land was dry it will not grow but when you give it the right same um, thing which is water it start growing so it's the same thing with us when the the knowledge of god when we gain the knowledge of god and then that knowledge and that wisdom of god now permeates inside our heart is like you know it then starts watering our heart the the soil of our heart and when the soil of our heart is watered and moist and then is now conducive for the love seed that god has implanted in our hearts to start growing then that love seed will then start growing as well just like the desert and the rain water and the seeds in the desert okay so that is you know a similar 
thing we can compare it to. So what Moses is saying here is when the right spiritual knowledge and intelligence is permitted and is believed to be completely good and true, we also desire this knowledge of God because of the love we have for God in our heart. Okay, so when we have this um, knowledge and because of the love that is now staring in us, we want to do things that, are, you know, we want to follow God. We want to do things that pleases him. We want to uh, obey his commandments. We do not want to disobey him. So this is what uh, Moses is saying. And, you know, that is when the seed of love, the seed of goodness, the seed of mercy, the seed of compassion will start growing in our heart because all these things are there already. But because of sin, our heart hardened and there is no light, you know, because the, the, the scripture says the entrance of God's light brings, you know, the entrance of his word brings light to our heart. So our heart needs the light of God for it to display is fruit that is in it okay so just as the seed in the earth soon sprouts and brings out abundant fruit with adequate rain water just like as explained before so it is the same effect you know the right spiritual knowledge and intelligence will also have in the life-giving soil of our heart the life-giving soil the soil our heart is the soil Remember the parable of the sower. The sower was going about sowing the seed. And as he was going about sowing the seed, he met different soils. He means different, uh, you know, soil. But the, the good soil that took the seed was the heart that was full of God's love. That, that has been softened with God's seed, with God's word. It has been watered with the knowledge of God. So that heart, that soil was able to receive the seed of God, which is his word, which is his word. So our heart is the life-giving soil, is the life-giving soil. So our heart is what gives life to God's word. Okay. So the right knowledge of God, which comes from the word of God, is the seed that is sown in our heart. Okay. So the word acts in such a way it awakens the love force that have lain dormant in man's heart, which is the soil. So what the word of God does, it stirs up that love of God that God implanted in our heart when he originally created us as spirit beings before sin then came and hardened our heart. Although sin hardened our heart, but that seed, that love of God is still in our heart. Okay, this is why, you know, um, if you're really truthful to yourself, you will, you know, you will get this uh, premonition that there is something greater than what we see and what we have, that there is, there must be something that have created all these things. Okay, so is that presence of God's love in our heart that is giving us that premonition to remember who we were previously before we fell into sin and then our soul is then trapped in this physical body. So when you now receive God's word and you understand it for what it is, okay, and that seed, that God's word is now stirring up the love of God that is in your heart, in your hardened heart, softening your heart, 
okay? It softens your heart. This is what the word of God does. It softens your heart so the love that God has embedded in your heart can then manifest, can then manifest, okay? So the word acts in such a way, it awakens the love force that have lain dormant in man's heart, which is the soil. This love now gathers increasingly around the seed, helping it to grow, yielding fruit. So when the seed, the word of God, have awakened the love of God in our heart, this love of God now gathers around God's word. It's, you know, it then helps to release the knowledge and the wisdom that is in that seed. It's the love in your heart that will help you open the, the, you know, understand the word of God in its fullness, in its fullness. Okay, so the the right knowledge of God, which comes from the word of God, is the seed that is sown. Okay, so the seed now acts on our awakened love in our heart. So the seed of God is acting on the on the love that God has embedded in our heart. These two work together. The word of God and the love of God work together. They're both the love of God is releasing what is already in the word of God. So if what you are reading, what you're meditating in the word is telling you, you know, you need to forgive. You need to forgive those who have offended you. Because of the love of God you have in your heart, you will obey what that word is telling you to do. Okay? You will obey it. So that is what the love of God does to the word of God that you are reading and meditating on. Because of the love you have for your God and for your brethren. If your brethren offends you because of the love you have towards them, you will obey what that seed is telling you to do, which is to forgive. Okay, so that is what I'm trying to say here. So what this means is that the right spiritual knowledge moves to action only in the heart. And from the action, all kinds of works comes out. All kinds of works comes out, like what I've just explained now. When the love of God has been activated in your heart and then you're reading your scriptures and meditating on the word and you've come to, uh, you, know, you know, this is the reason why uh, um, James says that the Bible is like a mirror. Okay, the word of God is like a mirror. It, it, it sort of reflects what is in your heart. So when you carry the love of God in your heart and you're reading a scripture that is telling you to forgive your brethren that have sinned against you, you will see that that unforgiveness you're bearing is not of God. And if you love God, you will obey what his word is telling you to do. So that's what that what is um, saying. So this is what James meant in James chapter 1, verse 21 to 22, which says, therefore lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your soul. But be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourself. Okay. So when you hear the word, you do what the word says. Because if you're just hearing the word and you're not acting on the word, you are deceiving yourself. You are deceiving yourself because it's the acting of the word that brings up about the full manifestation of what that word is carrying in your life. Okay, So it's by acting on that word that you then step into transformation. Okay, So if you're just receiving the word, you will hear the word. You know, and you don't do anything about it. 
You just carry on doing your own thing with your own will. You just read the Bible because it's there to read because you call yourself a Christian. But you're not following, you're not acting on what the word is telling you to do. There will be no change. There will be no change in your life. There will be no transformation. Your life will still be the same. You'll still be stagnant, you know. You'll still be where you are. You're not moving forward. It's when you act on the word of God. This is when you move forward in your spirituality, in your relationships, in your job, in your finances. It's about obeying what the word is telling you to do. Okay. And when you obey, you see the result. You see the result. So that is what James is saying. That if we do not act on what the word is telling us to do, and we're just hearers of the word, but not doers of the word, we are deceiving ourselves. We are deceiving ourselves. And this is the reason a lot of Christians do not grow in their faith. They do not grow in maturity. They do not grow in spirituality. Okay. Just have a look. Just think about it. God is a spirit. Okay. We are here in a physical body and we are worshiping a spirit that we don't know anything about apart from what he has given us in his word. Okay. We are spiritual beings ourselves. We are spiritual beings. Our spirit is trapped into this body. You know, this body is like when you put an insect inside a bottle. Okay. This body is that bottle. And the insect inside that bottle is our real self, our real man, the real spirit that have sinned against God. And God has put it inside that bottle until he learns who he is and how to love God, how to obey God, how to be in obedience to God's word. We are in this physical body because we have sinned against God. It's like a prison, like when you put that insect inside that bottle. That bottle is the, you know, that bottle is the physical um, bottle, is the physical body, your physical body. But the insect inside that bottle is your real spirit. And your, that insect is groping about in this uh, bottle, trying to find a way out because your spirit should be free. He should be free to ascend into the realms of the spirit and be with his father. But he can't be with his father. His father is holy. You know, you are sinful. You're full of sin. You're full of darkness. So you're trapped inside that bottle until you allow your father to clean you up. Then you can ascend to him and have that relationship with him in the spirit. God does not have relationship with us in the physical being because our physical being is dirty. It is dirty. It is repulsive to him. He is holy. He cannot come near us. You know, he can only come near us in the spirit. So your spirit have to be freed from this physical body so you can have a relationship with your God, with your God. So this is what the, 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 he gave us his word. His word is the, is the map for how to come back to him. So if you're reading the map, but you're not doing what the map is telling you to do, then how are you going to go back to your father? You won't. You'll be stuck in, 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 that, in that physical body. You'll be stuck there until you die. And then because you have not made any provisions to cleanse your soul, to cleanse your, your spirit, your, even when you die, your soul is still carrying the dirt that separated it from the father in the first place. So you will go where the father is not. Because the father is holy. Anything dirty cannot come anywhere near him. Okay. Our soul is dirty. Our soul sinned against him. So that's that dirt is still on us. So this is the reason he put us in this body to be cleansed up 
And what cleanses us up is the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Jesus came to take our weakness. Our weakness is sin. Sin is the weakness. Okay. He came, released his blood to cleanse us. Because the Father has said, without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sin. So somebody has to shed his blood. The Father came in our physical body like this. You know, he came, he put his own spirit inside the body that was prepared for him. Jesus' body was the body that was prepared for the Father to incarnate in, to die for us. So his body can then wash away the sin of the world, the original sin that trapped us into this physical world. Okay? And then, and when you have, you know, said, okay, I'm going to come back to my Father. You go through the door of Jesus. You accept what Jesus has done. His blood washes your sin, okay? And then he gives you the manual. The manual is the Bible. Read it. Follow it. You know, as you are following it, as you are doing it, he's cleansing your spirit. He's washing your soul that is dirty. He's dirty. So he's washing it, sanctifying it, cleansing it. So you, your spirit and your soul can now be clean. So you'll be able to ascend back into heaven and be with your father. You don't necessarily have to die in this physical body before you can ascend into heaven and be with your father. You can ascend now, even in your physical being, to be with the father. Okay? So this is what Moses is writing about, about the awakening of man's spirit to the awareness of God, the awareness of God. Okay, so and James here is telling us that we should lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness because these are the things that darken our soul. These are the things that keep our spirit trapped in this physical body. He's saying lay it aside. Don't, you know, don't have anything to do with them anymore. Okay, as you are reading the word of God, not just hearing it, but do it. Do what the word has said. If you do what the word has said, your soul and your spirit can continue to be cleansed until you're able to be able to ascend freely. You free your spirit from this shackle called flesh, this prison called flesh. So you can, you know, have that intimate relationship with your father. This is what, you know, what Genesis, I believe this is what Genesis is. Uh, Moses is writing about in, in Genesis chapter 1. In Genesis chapter 1. So, as um, the, the, the scripture I've just read about James, is the seed, the word, that helps our soul to grow. And we have to receive it with meekness, with humility, with modesty. You know, not prideful. Because it's pride that made us fall from heaven in the first place. That made the spirit God created originally fall is pride pride i'm going to do a teaching on that very soon okay so man's worldly knowledge which is his former evening must be raised to proper spiritual knowledge through the light that comes from the word of god okay so our worldly knowledge you know about the things we know about the world it has to be raised up to the level the level 
that he has the light of God's knowledge in it. So more or less what we should be doing is we shouldn't just be focusing on material things, learning about material things, learning about this and this and that, science and all this and all that. Oh, they all have their places, okay? But spiritual knowledge, if you want to truly know who you are, who your God is, who your creator is, you need the scriptures. And it's through the scriptures that you will be able to understand why we are here, who God is, how, you know, his nature. Okay. The reason a lot of people are falling to sin is because they don't know the nature of God. They don't know God. God is holy. If you know him and you know how sin is to him, you will run from sin. The fear of God will, will hit you so much. You don't want to go anywhere, you know, near anything that is sinful. Even to the extent, if you have a bad thought, you start repenting. You start repenting immediately. If you say one single wrong word, you start repenting. That is the fear of God. You don't want to have any, do anything that would disrupt that your close relationship with him. Because you need to understand, you know, the nature of your God and how sin, how sin is very repulsive to him. Okay, sin is very repulsive to him. So man's worldly knowledge, which is his former evening, must be raised to proper spiritual knowledge through the light that comes from the word of God. Okay, so the word of God needs to enlighten our mind. So we don't just fill our mind with natural knowledge that is a uh, you go to university, you get this degree, you get that degree, but there's no knowledge of God in any of those your degrees and all, all those your knowledge. So this is what um, Moses is saying. So like an example, in, in Psalm 119, verse 130, it says, the entrance of your words gives light. It gives understanding to the simple, okay? The simple. So that means you need to have a heart that is humble. You need to have a heart that is humble and is willing to learn, is willing to learn. You cannot be, you know, a lot of people read the scriptures with a critical mind. They're judging everything. That, that is pride. You know, who are you to judge the word of God? Who are you? Okay. So you need to have a humble and, a, you know, a humble mind like a child. That's why Jesus said that the kingdom of heaven is for such a, you know, as, a, as small children. Because small children are very trustful. They, they don't have any evil intentions, you know. They trust you until you show them otherwise, you know. So have a simple mind to understand. Try, humble yourself. If you truly want to know God, you cannot know God in, you know, the way he wants us to know him if you're prideful. He will not come anywhere near you. It is when you're humble you know, you humble yourself and you say, Father, I want to know about you. I want to learn about you. You see, God will open doors for you. He will explain his scriptures to you so simple that you will understand it. Okay. This, um, you know, a lot of people make the scripture so difficult. The scripture is not difficult. It is not difficult to understand. It's when you have a desire to know God. You hunger for him in his heart. The Holy Spirit will open the scriptures up for you. He will explain it to you in a simple language. You know, a simple language. You know, because he's the one that gave 
the man that wrote this thing, the inspiration to write it, and he's the one who's going to explain it to us. He's the one who's going to explain it to us. That's why Jesus said he's going to send us another counselor and a teacher. The Holy Spirit is the teacher. He teaches you things. He teaches you the scriptures. The way he teaches me is, uh, you know, in the early mornings, he will start explaining scriptures to me. He will start pointing at this one, pointing at that one, say this one means this and this one means that. <laughs> it's really nice. It's really good. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, merciful Father. Hallelujah. So, right spiritual knowledge leads to action, which must be followed by works. Okay? We have said that before, that when you have the right spiritual knowledge, okay, it's not just having the knowledge, but you need to act on that knowledge that you have. And that knowledge is what will then help to mature your spirit, the new spirit the Lord has given you. Okay? So, you have to do the work of what the scriptures is saying. You have to do it, not just read it and then leave it aside. This is the third day in the spiritual development of man's heart. Who is the spiritual man whom God has given dominion, whom all the prophets of God, including Moses and Jesus, came to this world to bring God's light to their darkness, to bring God's light to their darkness. Okay, so the same still applies today the same still applies this is why preaching the gospel the real gospel the gospel that have not been twisted and tampered with that is practically loses his life okay but the real gospel when you preach the real gospel of god it brings light to people's mind it brings light to their mind and the spirit in that word will then start acting on their heart to start releasing the love of God that God embedded in their hearts before they became, you know, they fell into sin. So the same is still applies today. This is what preaching the gospel is all about, to bring God's light into the darkened mind and heart of men of this world. You know, faith, you know, I know the, the, the Bible says without faith, you cannot please God. But I've come to understand that faith can only take you a certain level with God. Faith is like a, 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 the gate, the gate to enter to, into God's realms, into the spiritual realms. And then, but you need understanding. You need wisdom from the word of God. Okay. So faith can only take you to a certain level in God, but you need the intellectual knowledge and understanding that comes from the word of God which your spirit feeds from, okay? Your spirit feeds from this knowledge, from this, you know, your, your intelligence, your reasoning faculties, okay? So it feeds from it. It helps it to grow in strength, power, and spiritual abilities, which will enable your spirit to be freed from the constraint of the flesh. It's knowledge that frees your spirit from that bottle it be stuck in, okay? If, if, that insect in that bottle, remember I said the bottle represents our flesh and our spirit and soul is the insect in that bottle. If that insect in that bottle had the knowledge of God and had the way to get out of the, that is trapped bottle, it will. The knowledge you had will help it to escape from that bottle. It's the same thing with us. The knowledge of God that we have, the understanding, the wisdom of God that we have is what will help us to, to be unshackled from this flesh. <laughs> Our spirit will be free 
to be free to, you know, ascend into the realms of the heavens, in, you know, have a, a, a sit with God and chat. <laughs> it happens and it's true, it's good. <laughs> yes, you can be here on earth and your spirit is in heaven, talking to your father, explaining things, giving you revelations. Amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. So that is what, you know, preaching the gospel is about, to bring light into our darkened soul so our spirit and soul can be freed but if you're sinning it's your sin that keeps you trapped in that your body your sin <laughs> okay so where are we right the right knowledge helps us to escape from this flesh <laughs> ascend then we can ascend into the realms of the spirit and receive divine revelations from the throne room of our father revelations on how to battle the enemies of our soul who resides in the realms of the spirit and yet execute their destructive impact on our physical world, you see? So what I'm saying there is when you have the knowledge of God, when you have the wisdom of God that comes from his scriptures and you have been able with the power of the Holy Spirit and you know your obedience to the word of God, you have been able to release your spirit and your soul from this prison of your body, then... You can ascend into the heavens and remember our battle is in the heavens. It's not in the physical. The battle is in the heavenlies. Who the people we are battling is, you know, bodiless spirits. They, they don't have bodies. They are spirits. They are spirits like us, but we, we have physical bodies because we are trapped in this physical body. This is why. They can do whatever they can do to us because we can't fight them in the body. It's only when your spirit ascends in the realms of the spirit, then you can be able to battle them in the realms of the spirit and stop what they're doing to your family and yourself, even to our world. It's our lack of knowledge. That's why the devil has advantage over us, okay? Has advantage over us, okay? And this is what the, the father is saying in, in Hosea chapter 4, verse 6. God says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge, lack of knowledge. He didn't say lack of faith. He said lack of knowledge. That's why we're being destroyed because we need knowledge. We need wisdom on how things operate, how our enemies operate, how who God is, how the nature of God, who we are in him and why we're here. You know, why we're here. You need the knowledge. You need the spiritual knowledge to know why are you created human? Why are you created human? Why are you in this physical body? Why are you in this physical world? What is happening? Okay. We need knowledge. We need knowledge. We need knowledge. And that's it. You know, that's it for the third day. You know, the fourth day, when I do the fourth day, you're going to start really, when you pierce it together, you see what Moses is actually trying to explain to us. We need knowledge to free our spirit and soul from this shackle called flesh. It's a prison. It's a prison. The heavens are so beautiful, you know. When your spirit ascends, you know, you can. When you ascend, you see yourself in in visions. You see yourself in dreams. The reason we have dreams is because the flesh is subdued. And then the spirit can now ascend. But you can ascend even while you're awake without having to go into sleep to, you know, subdue the, the flesh. 
before your spirit can go into dream world. And, you know, dream world is the spirit world. It's the spirit world. Okay, everybody, that's the third day of Genesis chapter one. As, um, as I was saying before, it's about the awakening of our spirit to the presence of God in our darkened world. And the more you read the scriptures, you know, what I've come to understand in my spirit, what, the, what, I've, what I feel the Lord is impressing in my spirit, when people understand the first chapter of Genesis and then understand the first chapter of John, everything makes sense. Everything, every other scripture will make sense. Okay, so after teaching on Genesis chapter one, I'm going to also teach on what God has, you know, revealed to me on John chapter one. John chapter one is actually the beginning, the beginning of creation. Okay, so that is me for today. This is Sister, this is Minister Mercy of Mercy TV and Spiritual Conversations with Minister Mercy. So do tune in again and please do share the videos like it so people can also you know um watch and try understand because <laughs> we christians we need to wake up we need to wake up because what is facing us in the next a year or two years is worse than the covid is worse than the covid and the only thing that will protect you is the glory of god and if you do not have the spirit of god walking in you the Spirit of God directing you, you will be lost. You will be lost. These demons are not playing, oh. They are not playing. True. They are not playing. And they are way, way, way far ahead of us. They are way ahead of us. Remember the scripture, I think it's in Isaiah 60. Arise and shine. Let your light shine in darkness. That the world is going to get deeper and deeper into darkness. And it's only those who have the glory of God in them. How can you have the glory of God in you if you don't know God? That's the thing. If your spirit is not free, you need knowledge to free your spirit. Okay? You need knowledge. You need understanding of the scriptures to be able to free your spirit and ascend. You know? A time will, will, will arrive if you refuse to take the mark, you can't eat. But if your spirit is able to ascend, you can create your own food. You can just pray, you know, and the food will be there just like Jesus did. You can catch a fish, one fish, and multiply it into thousands and feed people. That is where we are heading at. And this is time for us to wake up and don't be the five foolish virgins. Be the wise virgins that keep the light burning, okay? So this is, well, this is my own contribution. This is what the Lord wants me to do. The Lord has given me an assignment to go and bring his children back to him, those in the churches and those in the street. And if he's giving you such an assignment, he will give you the tools to go and use and do that. And this is what I'm doing. This is what Mercy TV is about. And this is the same thing as um, my podcast, Spiritual Conversation with Minister Mercy. I also have another channel, um, Mercy Mission Ministries. That is a prayer platform where the Lord have asked us to pray for all the 54 nations of Africa. And we're doing it. We have done more than 25 nations now. So you can visit us on that channel as well and see what we're doing there. Okay, until then, thank you so much and God bless you. Bye-bye. <music>
Life is a winding road No telling where it goes Driving through days and nights Won't stop for traffic lights 